Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. And welcome back to the number one podcast done on a balcony, Wins Lunch. I'm Spencer. Matheson is, I, he might have passed away, but he's not here. But not to worry, because it's not just one Spencer. It's motherfucking two Spencers. I have, I'm going to give myself and you a round of applause. We have Spencer Crandall here. Hey, hey, Woo! two Spencers in the building. Let's go. Listen, I want to start this off by saying... We were, we were going to do this, and I tried to order an Uber. <laughs> I underestimated Nashville. I'm from L.A. You'd think I would know, but I'm like, oh, nothing's as bad as L.A. So I ordered the Uber, 29-minute wait. I called you, not even to ask you to give me a ride. Yeah. You offered to give me a ride? Because why? That's what Spencers do. Yes. That's what Spencers do, people. We stick together. Obviously, yeah. I'll see you at the Spencer convention this year. Yeah. yeah. Magical. Yeah. There was a Spencer group chat on Instagram that I was included in. I never responded. You told me this. I did, didn't I? Yeah. You should have been in there. It was Dude. like, they were talking about going to like the salt flats and Utah and fighting. They were going to fight? I think a so, Spencer yeah. fight to like yeah. see who is the most fit Spencer of them all? Yeah, or like the the winner takes all or something. I don't Whoa. know. Oh, everyone else has to change their fucking names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Legally, know. I can only be Spencer. You're Don. <laughs> You're Ron. Like the worst names ever. <laughs> Gerald. Don Ron John. Shout out if your name Don Ron and John or Gerald. <laughs> yeah. Y'all y'all the realist. Uh hey dude. Hey man. Oh, I forgot to uh also say that we're in Nashville. Yes, we're in Nashville, which is where I live and you're here visiting. Yes. Shooting a bunch of content, doing anything. Do doing the Nashville stuff. Oh yeah. Uh hope you guys like a little bit of white noise in the background. It's <laughs> rainy in Nashville. It is. But we are, we literally are on a balcony, which is nice. We are. And we were like, should we do it on the balcony? And we're like, it's such a vibe. So yeah. You're going to you're going to just join us. This is the realness of the podcasting world, which is like we're just enjoying a coffee and a tea on a rainy afternoon in Nashville, Tennessee, and that rhymed and and that was fun. Yeah. What what would you say like you know, I know what a normal day in LA is like for me like writing recording. It's probably similar to you, yeah. but like what's an average day for you in Nashville? Like what do you if you have like a session or anything like what what is your normal day yeah. from the moment you wake up? Okay, I wake up. I play Wordle as of the last month. Big Wordle guy. Haven't <laughs> missed a singular Wordle. Makes me feel really smart. Um, so I play Wordle. I drink my coffee. I work out. I'd say probably four or five times a week. Um, so it just depends. I'll work out. And then normally around that 11 o'clock time, I have some sort of thing. And that's normally a right or, um, you know, I make TikTok videos in that time. I do mixing, I do my own podcast that I have called Why Are We Here? So I usually have like an 11 to like two spot. Right. Then I do like uh, either eat lunch during my right or I grab lunch after that. And then it's like kind of another like three to six or something like that, either another writing session. Like today I did a mixing session. So we're mixing the next single. So that's where I came from before this. So I did yeah. a write this morning, ate a like literally eight minute lunch in my house before I had to leave. <laughs> then I ran to this mixing session, was there for three hours. Now I'm doing, I did a podcast after that mixing session in my car. Then now I'm here at your podcast. What? On, for some radio station in LA. Then I'm here doing this podcast. Then when I get home, I will then post a TikTok, reels, all these things for my micro content, for my podcast. 
uh, pushing my music. So like, there's a lot of days where it can be 12, 14 hours if I'm not careful. So I try to turn it off around 8.30 or 9. I'll literally turn my phone like off so I can't look at it anymore. I try to watch some TV, decompress for Watch two Love is Blind. Bro. Hang out. I love Love is Blind. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's great. Yeah. You might hear a familiar voice in the background there. What do you mean? Uh-uh. You might hear it. You might hear it. You might hear it. You got a little song in Love is Blind or what? Yeah, well, I have a couple. Oh, shit. Uh, it's, it's not under my name, but... uh, Dude, that is... I get like a dozen DMs a day right now that are just like, are you... Is this you? Did and you I'm do like, like an alias? Like five years ago. Yeah. I don't I even have care a buddy people know who now. does the same thing. And he literally, they have a like a trio and they call it like MPJ. Whoa. Wow. Big lightning in Nashville, in case you're wondering why we just paused the whole conversation. It's called like MPJ Dude, and they just. Me. Yeah, it got me. Oh. That was a little scary. Can you guys hear that? I hope that you guys can hear that. It is like cinema thunder in the area. Um, <laughs> that took us out of it. <laughs> we were like, oh, what are we talking shit? about? Um, oh, but my buddies do this thing where they literally all they do is write for sync and they just write choruses. So they get together and write. Wow. Because think about it, like Love Is Blind. It's like I just don't know if me and Jeremy can be together. Whoa, life is kind of hard when you're something dun dun. And that's all they use. You just wrote one. Hundred percent. It's like use a very. Whoa, this is what they do. Whoa. Life is kind of hard and you are too. <laughs> <laughs> too hard to handle. Love is kind of hard, but we aren't hard at all. Yeah. <laughs> now go. we're talking. Yeah. Uh, your day sounds very much like mine. Yeah. You you like, you like learn to fill it. Yeah. Too. Big filler. Well, because it's like a lot of the shit, especially the TikTok stuff, at first I felt silly having like, you know, yeah, like 11 to 1 like film TikToks and then I was like oh that's like the number one thing moving the needle it, it, it becomes should a priority be. yeah yeah so like uh, yeah and you learn how to because you usually have a session or something in the day and then you learn to fill the other time with that stuff yeah or for me a lot of the time it's auditions and, and acting right. stuff and dude okay so you have a whole nother component so you're not only doing TikTok music podcast then you're also auditioning yes do you sleep ever Yes. Yeah. Do you feel... Uh, I don't stay up too late. Okay. Do you feel like any burnout? Do you feel like you this have it so under control? This is so funny because you, as you know, if you... Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys know, but I was on Spencer's yes. podcast Why while we were here. And you have just hijacked the podcast. And that's what podcasts... <laughs> that's what hosts <laughs> do, do. all course. the time. I, I do can't help all it. the time. I can't help it. I love it. That's what I want. Uh, do, you said, do I feel burnout? Well, yeah, because like yeah. I'm asking because I feel it, yeah. and especially you and I are both in seasons where we are seeing real results from yeah. the things that we're doing. So everything in my brain, at least, is being like, "Well, then do it nine times more, and then you'll get nine times more things on the back end," which isn't necessarily false. But there's only 24 hours in a day. You know, you also have a girlfriend. Like that's just, it's just a lot. It's a Dude, lot. It's a big secret. Don't tell anybody. Oh, is it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know friends that do that though. They keep oh. their girlfriend's secret. It's silly. Uh, like your secret girlfriend. Oops. Well, I have like three or four secret girlfriends. Oh, yeah, girlfriends. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but they, and then the, each of those secret girlfriends have three or four secret boyfriends. So Correct. Yeah. And you're, it's a secret orgy. Yeah, I, don't, I can't yeah, give the address go. right now, but if we wait a little bit later, if you we, have some, we have some friends walking up with uh, some suitcases and we might ask them their names. Yeah. Um, anyway, all that to say, 
do you experience the burnout? And if, if so, like, what is your strategy to combat it? What uh, is the, like, the thing? I, I think that I watch dumb TV and dumb movies. Mm. That's something that gets me every night. Hi, guys. You, Hello. You're not on video. We're just podcasting here. <laughs> but say hi. Yes, I got Hey, perfect faces for podcasting. <laughs> I always was told I had a face for radio. There you go. <laughs> Um, that's oh, that's amazing. so good. I, that's I, that's the good thing about being on a. This is you can't get this indoors, baby. You can't get this in a podcast studio. That's for no. sure. Hell no. Uh, how do I combat burnout syndrome? I would honestly say that I watch like a lot of slapstick, like Adam Sandler, yeah. Kevin James. Like shit that is so not deep at all. Um, the other day I watched The Longest Yard for like the tenth time. I watched I, I re-watched it maybe movies. last week. Yeah, and last week I was watching, I watched all the hangovers. Nice. Uh, made me really excited. I'm going to go to Vegas next month and it made me yeah. really excited for that. Hell yeah. Um, what's the like, what's the part if you could get cast in a movie? Because like every actor has like, are, do you want to do comedy? Do you want to do drama? Do you want to do mix? Or is there like a role? That like, dude, I would just love to be like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar. Like, what does that look like? I would love to be Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. That's my yes. number one. That's right. We talked about this. You're a yeah. huge Cage fan. I'm a huge Cage fan. Uh, I'm a big Cage. Uh, big Cager. Big Cage boy. Um, Nicholas Cage in National Treasure or like, like uh, I would love to play like a part, the part that like Channing Tatum played in like 21 Jump Street. 100%. Like, fuck, that would be so cool. Oh, oh dreams, my God. dude. Or Jonah Hill, honestly. I would gain some weight and be <laughs> I'll, the I'll do it. In a, in a second. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think... I think comedy is like my favorite kind of acting. Nice. I did that. We talked about um, the show I did. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And I got to play a really funny character in that. Nice. Um, and and that was like the it, it just came so naturally. Yeah. Like being good because I I've always watched that stuff uh, growing up my my whole life. So like I think it just was natural to be super goofy. They had to like t- they had to tone me down once because okay. I was being like. <laughs> You know, I was just saying lines weird on yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's but. awesome. I I just, that that world is completely out of my world. And so I'm always curious about like okay, all but that stuff. You, there is a chance at some point you could fall into acting of some sort. Even if it's would, on like. Yeah, I would love to. Even if it's on like a show. There's, there's a lot of shows shot here. Yeah, um, absolutely. The first thing I ever did a super, like a 90 second part was here in Nashville. Oh, really? Um, What's your dream role? Like, what kind of a role? Same question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would do... If I could, like, uh, write and pitch a show, it would be, like, um, something that's, like, semi-autobiographical, like Dave, uh, that little Dicky show, but for, like, country music in Nashville. Because this space has such a huge fandom. Not like and, Nashville, though. No, not... Like, Nashville's the serious version you want to do like like Atlanta Donald Glover 100% oh, where it's so like good. it's tongue in cheek and the funny parts are because of the secondhand embarrassment or the like just shining a light on the shitty weird parts of our industry and you can have drama you can have love you can have all that stuff which I love like like something where it's like new girl meets Dave meets like there's really funny characters but it's not a laugh track per se it's not yeah, like anything dry, like that it's dry, it's dry. So, yeah that would be stupid you need to make this because I, I, I started writing it and I, I would okay. I would love to develop obviously I probably don't have time like this year 
But as things slow down, toward, yeah, that's what I would like to do is, is create a pilot or like a couple episodes where when I went in to pitch it, I felt super confident about our ability to make it and our ability to like capture the voice of what I want to do. I don't want to rush something like that. So when you do, when you do get it made and you do come to casting, I want to part as the shitty, douchey uh, writer who has a bunch of songs on hold and a bunch of cuts. And like, I, I want if to you want to play guy. a shitty douchey guy, I actually want you to be the like, like I want to have like Al, like Al Dane's cutting that song, but like that. Guy. I, want to be that <laughs> I, guy. I want you to be like the number one guy in the industry that like that I went to high school with or something yeah. that, that like I'm constantly comparing myself to. Yeah. And when we're out to dinner, somebody asked me to take huh. a picture and they go, hey, can we take a picture? And I'm like, of course. And they go, thanks. And they give me the phone and then they go stand by you. Oh, that's so like you already have this written like this is in your head. I, I would love to do something like this. I think we're yeah. at the point now where you maybe need to stop talking about it because. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you steal my idea. I'm going to fucking find you. It's trademarked. OK. It's, it's called Secret Orgy. Yeah. <laughs> look it up. Oh, my God. If you look up Secret Orgy. <laughs> Actually, don't. You can't hold us liable a, if you Google Secret Orgy. Yeah, it's just going to be a video of an orgy with everybody's in a ski mask. Yeah, 100%. Or like a Bill Clinton mask or something like Yeah, my Saturday night. Just the kind of classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing serious. Nothing big. But yeah, if I, if I did something like that, that'd be really fun. I don't, I don't foresee myself ever wanting to do like a, um, what's it called? Like method kind of like get into no. it I, I really enjoy like more of like a Seth Rogen just like being yourself and letting the part or the like script be what's funny and not um, you know doing anything more but it's a world that I don't know very well so I think I'd like to do get the music career to where it's the thing that's cooking and then when somebody goes what else do you want to do I mean like, like Lil Dicky did like 100% it was all Tim McGraw yeah, yeah. It, they were all sort of like it, for, for Dave too like that was like his like master plan 100%. and he started out as like really a joke rapper and then started making some like heat bro and, like they're kind of funny spit. but they were like this shit kind of goes hard there's a freestyle that Lil Dicky has it's on one of the morning shows oh I've seen it it's oh unbelievable my oh my god he did it I think it was it's like incredible. that Tim Tim West Westwood Westwood yeah 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 Westwood TV one. Oh my in god insane. and then he does one uh he does another one where he like gives someone a lap dance while he's doing it yes. yeah oh my god yeah. he's a character I mean one of the like few people in the past couple of years have been like, oh, this guy brought, he changed the game and nobody else is doing what he's doing because they can't. And that's oh. the coolest, which is what I feel like to just give you a big old compliment again. Every time you come up on my For You page, I said it before we started the podcast, but it's got to be on the record. You just got that kind of voice and I'm so excited to hear what you're working on. And like, I just mean that for real. Woo! Two Spencers on a balcony just Spencers. in the rain. Spencering it up. Just hyping each other up. Ah! Oh, Durham Bulls for the win. <laughs> Spencer has a Durham Bulls hat on. It's never Broncos hat. This is a classic. It's, so they copied? I don't know which one came first. It had to be the Broncos, right? I don't know. Or the Broncos are such a big deal that like they could steal something and be like, well, yeah, I don't know which came first, but the old school Broncos logo is my favorite sports logo, and it is wildly similar to the Durham Bulls. Did, they, did we talk about John Elway at all? I don't know. Did you like grow up with like an LA jersey? Yeah, hundred like, percent. Was that your favorite? Yeah, he was. Yeah. The, he's the the. He's our guy. He's the goat. But grew up a huge Peyton Manning fan, and so sure. I moved to Indiana when I was in fifth grade, and he was there. Then when I moved in sixth grade, he followed me to Dude. Denver. Oh my and god! And won us the Super Bowl there. So that was incredible. Oh, so you? Yeah, you had a, Peyton a big Manning PMF jersey. boy. 
I Peyton totally Manning. forgot about his time at Denver. Yeah. yeah. Who who was another star like when you were like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade? Like who was another like a receiver? Like a Denver sports star? Yeah. Or like yeah, like um Shannon Sharp, uh Terrell Davis, big like running backs receivers. Um I'm trying to think like the I remember like Larry Walker. Yeah. On the yeah. <laughs> like Todd Helton. Todd Helton, dude. We had Carmelo Anthony. Oh my we had God. AI. I totally forgot Alan about Iverson. the Nuggets. You my my little brother Hayden, shout out Hayden. Shout out Hayden. His favorite team is the Denver Nuggets of all time. Really? He he loves like the the uh um J.R. Smith, Carmelo, yeah, <laughs> Nene, like that. There was a year where we had the most tattoos in the NF or in the NBA by like a hundred well, yeah. or something. And so there was like a nickname going around that we were like the Thuggets. I remember that growing That's up. That's a great nickname. That was like Birdman. You remember him? Birdman had like Hell the yeah. he had tattoos literally big everything old, but uh, his eyeballs. Yeah. He had the so big old the years. mohawk, right? J.R. Smith, Nene, Carmelo, AI, Birdman. We had we had quite the uh, eccentric lineup, and ju- and just fun to watch. Now we have the Joker, right? MVP, Super right, right. right. Yeah. Um, big Denver sports guy. Yeah, the Nuggets are co- the Nuggets. Also, I think the Nuggets have the Broncos beat for the coolest logo. The Dude. '80s, uh, you know what I'm talking about with the mountains behind. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. The- that I love that they're they've kind of switched more of those jerseys in the last two or three years. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, they they went away from like the uh, like the two thousand six like yeah, just the mountain ones. with the little pickaxes. And yeah, the, it was fine. Yeah, not as not as rad as the the retro God, boy. It's so good. Yeah. A, a lot of people are going back to retro jerseys because they're so 100%. fucking cool. I think that the NFL should do like that Oregon style, like at least one game a, a year, where they have like crazy designers design these like sick uniforms oh because nike's based in oregon is that why they did 100%. that 100 so if you look at the oregon uniforms over the years by far and away the coolest sports uniforms Wild. of all time they're all over the place but they all fit the branding and the vibe and like there should be a week every year that's just called like whatever dope uniform week and you know nfl you can steal that uh just unleash these like crazy designers because they're so cool and all the alternate uniforms are like sick like the color rush that they do but even cooler dude i remember like yeah when like ohio state would play oregon and they would have they'd have like jerseys with like that like metal dude fake like metal the wing on thing oh on the shoulders it would be Incredible. like half green half yellow like each number would be the, the opposite color yes and uh i just remember thinking that was so cool oh it's still so cool one Still time so cool. when I was on tour, I went, had a show in Seattle, didn't have a show in Oregon, but we did a radio stop. Nice. And a couple days before I had my people reach out to like Nike because they, they'll let artists sometimes go in, grab yeah. a couple things, see the, the HQ a little bit. And they never got back. And then we had just get, gotten into LA um, and they and we got an email. It was just like, yeah, is he, is he available tomorrow morning? And we're like, fuck, shoot. Yeah, yeah that would have been like, so good to get some like, awesome. cause they have everything there. Like, that's insane, dude. You can just, Swipe, swipe the shoes. I don't know. There's for sure a limit, but yeah, I'm sure you can get a, f- a few pairs. You of big shoes. shoe guy? No, no. Uh, I love I love Vans. Like I wear yeah. I wear white Vans all the time. I'm not wearing them now, but I love like just plain shoes. Yeah, but I appreciate. Hey. Here's our friends again. Give a hey hey. Hi friends. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You should have them on. Um, Let's start a podcast right now called Dispensers, and we just sit at this. <laughs> sit at the we, move motel. In, we move into the motel, and we just interview people who walk by. Hey, you, come be at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. We get really brave, like <laughs> how we shout out. 
Um, we should play a show here. Oh, we are looking at a stage set up with lights and everything. So maybe we'll do a little Spencer tour. Come on down here. I'm not show. sure about these speakers though. They're like they're like <laughs> cartoony. Yeah, they're cartoony. Um, you could do like an acoustic show here with uh, you know some pool goers. Yeah, yeah. Who's your dream music collab? Uh, it's it, for sure Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. A hundred percent alive. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Dead Elvis. Dead Elvis. That'd yeah. be sick. Spencer, name a song featuring Elvis. Could you imagine? Feature FT Elvis Presley. Man. Yeah. That, Who's yours? I, Justin Timberlake. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, 100%. You guys have a very similar, like, tone. I think you guys have a similar tone. It just nothing could make me more happier. Do you than get that, that a lot? Uh, I think... I do from people who listen to more pop music and JT in general, and then country fans will be like, you sound like someone, because they might not like necessarily listen to that as oh, often, yeah. and then somebody will say it, or like uh, in a press thing, they'll be like, it's, and you know, inspirations come from, and then people go, oh, so that's a high compliment. I appreciate it. He's definitely, my goal has always been to like, if Justin Timberlake sonically and production wise, made a country album that was written by country writers so that you get the details, you get the small town stuff. Cause that, I love that and that's where I come from and that's what I love details. do. So love yeah, details. That, I've always felt like, um, and, and there's not like a good or bad version or like, I'm not saying that one is good or bad, I guess, but I've always described country music as oftentimes more of the script of the movie. It's like, oh, this is what the character's saying, like intro, to the motel, the, the wall is green, the girl slams the door, blah, 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 blah. Pop music is oftentimes the music that's playing either before, during, or after to describe the script at the same time. Which a, is like... What a crazy... <laughs> like, that is it. That's that, it. That's what I feel like, and, and that's really the, the distinction at the moment because it's changing, production's changing, technology's changing, but that's still, to me, when I listen to pop radio... Dua Lipa is the moment where the, the people get to kiss in the airport and they like have the big moment and then a country artist would just say like passing gate beat B6 my heart is racing it smells like coffee like the, it would be more of the scripty stuff and then what the conversation is um, and and country and pop both are now kind of blending into both now you have pop songs like I was listening to this Dijon song I think that's how you say his name I think so too so good the I other just day started. called The Dress and like so conversational only the script and I was like you can't call this pop but it's kind of not country but it's its own thing and I was like this is what's cool about music right now it's just yeah. blending yeah everything's blending it's sick um, god dude you described it I've never heard anyone describe it that good thanks man like that's exactly what it is that's that's honestly what I want and you're talking about blending that's what I want to with this new album that I'm working on, I want to bring it back into when I heard like, each morning I get up, I die a little, can barely stand on my feet, take a look in the mirror and cry. Laura, what you doing? Like just a crazy descriptive, mm -hmm. all he's doing, getting out of bed, looking in the mirror, but he goes fucking nuts. And what's cool about that lyric is, I feel more than him saying, this morning I woke up real sad. The saddest that I've ever been. Yeah. Different and technically saying the same thing on paper, but to me, like 
when Sam Hunt says, uh, night sand felt good on sunburnt feet sitting on pool chairs we drug to the beach. Is way cooler than being like, I love vacation. Having a good time with my buddies. Instead of telling you how he feels, he tells you what happens. <laughs> love is blind, season two. <laughs> Having a good time with my buddies. But um, that, that to me so right. is what I push for in a lot of rooms is yeah. instead of like my next single, we had this verse written and I, I wanted to rewrite it because it was a little too like, I can't believe you did that thing. And I was like, what's the thing? Just say the actual thing. Cause I listen to interviews and people oftentimes talk about, oh, we wrote this song cause of this time where I, I found my ex-girlfriend cheating and this guy was wearing a hoodie that I gave her and the like, specifics oh, are so important. It's, it's always my favorite part of the story. So I was like, let's just start from scratch and tell the actual story. And now I love that song so much more because it's the actual thing that happened. I think the, the authenticity is palpable because of that. It, it totally is. It's cool that you brought up Sam Hunt because I, I, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think he's the coolest fucking artist ever. 100%. I will say this just happened literally yesterday. So you don't know, and I know as of like four hours ago. What? Oh, no, There's what like happened? a scandal noted oh, in the last shit. 24 hours, which breaks my fucking heart. So I can't, I can't be canceled for not knowing. No, absolutely not. And I can't, we can't be canceled Before for- Before you tell me, I just want to say that I think his storytelling and his ability to bring speaking into country music and his clothes on stage is cool. Now it's 100%. time for the scandal. Okay, allegedly, oh, so I don't fuck. get fucking sued. He, um, you know, has cheated on his pregnant wife and there's, uh. I, and no more details need to be said. I'm staying out of it. That's just what I heard all allegedly. That to be said, scandal noted. He was one of the guys that when I got into college and I wanted to do country music, I was like, oh, I can't do country music because I don't sound like Garth Brooks or you don't Alan have Jackson. To, you don't have the 10 I don't have a 10 gallon hat. hat. I don't wear Wranglers that are starched. Yeah, um, dude, you, do you, like, do you wear Nikes on stage? Yeah, oh yeah. I wear it in all my videos and That's one of the and, guys, right, that like, was like, oh, you could wear a backwards hat on stage? Thomas Rhett. I mean, Florida Georgia Line did a lot of that too. Even like a, uh, Somebody like Luke Bryan started to wear like just a normal t-shirt, which I know sounds crazy now, but at the time it was all pearl snaps and boots and you did wearing your name on the guitar Which strap. now I wear that stuff sort of ironically, but also like right. retroactively. And that's what's cool is stuff comes and goes and I trends. wasn't the right word. Retro-y. Retro. Retroactively I think is like, like it, a scientific it, term. We I don't know what retroactively means, but we do know. Tell us in the comments what does retroactively mean. <laughs> Because we don't know anything. <laughs> All of this to say, uh, yeah, Sam Hunt and, and guys who just told stories, but they were using country instruments, and, and that was always super inspiring to me. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Scandal Noted. He's Scandal super. Noted. I saw him live one time, too. One at, of my favorite shows. At dude. a college bar. So I'm at Red Rocks. Oh, man. Yeah. Was it headline? Headlining. Marin Morris was opening. Jesus, he sells a lot of tickets. Yeah, yeah. And again, couldn't couldn't uh, want to not talk about the scandal more than we are now. But uh, <laughs> he is just a guy that I've always revered. You ever met him? Super briefly, like friend of a friend, kind of be in the same room, but nothing that like bar or I like can studio. say. A bar and then a quick like friend's birthday party kind like, of a thing. Remember me kind of thing. Mm, just kind of like. Sorry, not that you said to remember me. Just like a quick like, yeah. did he remember you? It was like, oh yeah, what's up, man? Good to see you. Nice. Kind of a thing. So That's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I think if he was on a podcast, he wouldn't know who I am, but I right, think Right, right, but it, maybe if he saw your face and was like, oh my, yeah, I forgot what Potentially, we, uh, potentially. Um, Let's just say yeah. 
Yeah, Sam Hunt knows who I am. And again, now I just, I feel like we're spending too much time on Sam Hunt with this Well, I will tell you this. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) He comes out of the door. He uses this podcast to air... He's been Everything waiting like in the on. bathroom for us to do. All right, motherfuckers. Here's what actually happened. No, and and but obviously we get a lot like of views. All right. Yeah, we would get a ton we, of views. Yeah. Um. So Sam Hunt. No, <laughs> we can stop. We can stop. Uh, yeah, but I think it's cool that I mean country music's so rad right now. I have. Uh, do you know Jimmy Allen? Yeah. Like Jimmy is just like. First of all, the nicest dude ever. I thought he'd be in town, but he wasn't in town. Um, but I think like. I think he's doing so much for country, dude. Dude, I mean, especially like as a guy who's fucking killing it, and for him to be black in this genre, dude, is massive. It, so it's the fact that we now have like a Mickey Guyton and a Kane Brown and a Jimmy Allen and Charlie Pride and these people who like Darius Rucker. Yeah, I feel we, like Darius we, is we, like we now have like a rich history that is at least being written as we speak. That. My hope is that like there are young black kids around the country who are going like, oh, I could totally be a country artist. Yeah. Which wasn't an option yeah. even 10 years ago. Yeah. And and people who did it were real trailblazers. So I think it's fucking sick. It's, it's wild. Amazing. Like, yeah, like thinking about that, because I was talking to someone on the plane here yesterday about Jimmy um, and she called him a trailblazer, too. And I was like, it's wild that we're watching someone like be a trailblazer. Like, I it's know like that guy. sad in one respect that it's taken this long, but it's incredible that you you right. actually know a human being who is like gonna be a part of history books. Like he'll be in the Country Music Hall of Fame in some exhibit, and people will be like, "Yeah, like he's the reason that we have blah 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 and blah blah blah." And blah. All these yeah, incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. black artists that will come after, yeah. him, especially in this genre, which is amazing. So. Also, that guy's a handsome motherfucker. You see the pictures he's been Dude, posting lately? His he's, shirtless pictures, he's and his leather buff. pants. He's, he's got those like kind of teeth where he like. Those are the whitest teeth I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. He's just handsome. Yeah, He's we got a lot of handsome gentlemen in this. When I stopped playing football, I was like 270 pounds and just Damn. trying to be as large of a human being as possible <laughs> because that's what you do when you play football. I was yep. trying to tackle other grown men, which is a weird concept. Yeah. Then you stop playing football and you're like, oh, maybe I'll get into country music. Who should I try to look like? And it is Brett Young, Jimmy Allen, like cut six six humans i was like okay cool i have to go a different lifestyle <laughs> and i did yeah like literally i was like i'm gonna change a lot about this because i know it's a big part of yeah. this whether people yeah you know acknowledge that or not the way that you look is a part of your brand and at it least is. for me and for me i just wanted to feel better and different than i did as a 270 pound football player that was my identity at that point i love that i and not winded on stage and that I yeah, look dude. good in my photos or whatever, all that stuff. So I think you look it. great. I think you're in great shape. Get out of town. You know who I saw um, on Monday, a couple, ni- a couple nights ago in LA, I saw Casey Musgraves. Mm. I'm in love. I am just in Casey, love. Casey, if you're listening, I don't have a secret girlfriend and I love you very much. No, she, she is like, God, I, I, she's, she's so gorgeous and her, her vibe and just like her, what seems like, you know, from afar, emotional intelligence and like her soul just seems like on a different le- wavelength than a lot of human beings. So I just respect the shit out of her because she has, she's trailblazing one as a woman in country music, which is also another just incredibly hard thing to overcome. Um, uh, also, yeah, that's so true. Like people, this there are a ton of women, but not a ton of women get 
radio love, which she hasn't even gotten as much radio love as she deserves. Sure. But she's massive. The fact that she has a Grammy, the fact yeah, that she's yeah, done yeah. what she's done, it's just another like dope thing. Like in the history books, again, it's gonna be Jimmy Allen, Casey Musgraves, Marin Morris. Yeah, yeah. These people who are coming before me, it's it's sick. And it's cool. Like I love about Casey that she, like she's uh, she's talking about she's doing shots on stage and talking about like she's like oh. I guess I'm gonna find out if you can mix Xanax and tequila right now. And, she just, and the <laughs> crowd went nuts. Her lyrics are about smoking weed. She's yeah. like, "Kiss a girl if that's your thing." Like, 100%. fucking, super progressive. Yeah, I know someone that worked with her like a, a long time ago when she had that song "Follow Your Arrow." Do you yeah. know that song? Oh yeah. And uh, they tried to run that to radio, and people were like, "We can't play like a song about girls wanting to kiss girls and like smoking weed," yeah. which is so crazy to me. It's and it, it was this is like 2000. 13 like it wasn't that long it's ago it's not ancient history and that's what i'm talking about like but we're on I know the now in 2022 it feels silly to be like casey musgraves is a trailblazer and jimmy allen's is a trailblazer it's not like we no. it, it is an important conversation especially in my genre to like that's why i try to have like gay country artists on my podcast and black country artists on my podcast because i i want to be a part of that conversation that is like yeah it's they are all we can be is so allies welcome. too. Yeah, so yeah. welcome in our genre, and we can be people who are just yeah, just how can I help in any way? If that's getting out of the way, if that's right, right. talking to you and and introducing people to you on my platform, any of that stuff, and it makes me happy that that's fucking cool, man. That people like Casey and Jimmy and all those people are like pushing the boundaries like they are because it allows people like me as well, and I'm talking sonically now. Um, because it, it just makes country music wider and the appeal is wider. Somebody like Casey Musgraves, like, you might not go to a Dude, I, a Garth concert in the 90s, but you'll go to a Casey concert and she's country music. And so now all of a sudden people go, well, I like country music, so what else might I like? And guess who's another artist who's pushing the boundaries? Me. And it's opening up our listenership massively. I think it's, it's really important and really cool. And I, it's also dude. cool to have Luke Combs and Luke Bryan and I love traditional country music, but I love the spectrum. The spectrum is really cool and all all genres of music and and that's what I I like. I feel like country is the one that's changing the most right now in the in the best way too. Yeah. It's making like I mean even as a stupid example, it's not actually stupid at all, but like because he's not country but Lil Nas X that stretched the boundaries crazy. Breland, Breland yeah, Breland. Breland, awesome, awesome artist. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, he's so cool. One of the best voices, like clean run ability I've ever heard in no, my life. I I didn't. Does he have that song? You can take my yeah. Trip. Don't touch my truck. Don't yeah. touch my truck. And then that's all I heard from him. And then I saw a TikTok of like a new song he was promoting, and I was like, "Well, shit, dude, he can sing, can sing, sing, sing." Dude, his, and he comes from like a singing family. His parents are like crazy singers. His sisters are crazy singers. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. It's it's in his blood, dude. He's like born to be an entertainer, and like, again, I it's super fun to me that I will have people in my class of people who are like, women, gay, black, and it's gonna be this huge big family of country music okay. artists. I think it's sick. That's fucking cool. That's really cool, man. I might move to Nashville. Come on down. We're gonna start the Spencer podcast at the Dive Motel, secret orgies on Wednesdays, and uh, and whatever tea I just drank because it's really good. Guess what? Hmm. I put Molly in there. Fast forward to us in the hot tub listening to <laughs> yeah, Dolly Parton, yeah, yeah, yeah. 9 to yeah. 5. <laughs> oh, Casey covered that at her show. That's wonderful. That, there's no one I want to hear 
cover Dolly Parton more. They, she does this thing called Kaseyoki, and she Genius. puts the scroll open, and there's like four cover songs, and someone in the crowd chooses, and the person in the crowd chose "Killing Me Softly" by the Fugees, and she looks and she goes, "Sorry, honey, I'm gonna play Nine to Five Dolly Parton," <laughs> and everybody. It was so That's good. That's incredible. Yeah. I love that. Fast forward to us. Super gone on Molly. Hot tub. Uh, Dolly Parton. Uh, sounds like a vibe. And sounds I, like a vibe. Sounds like a vibe. If you had a podcast where it was just your guest does Molly with you in a hot tub listening to Dolly Parton, I feel like it would do pretty well. I Not, think it would. And I think Two Spencers in a hot tub. I think that's what we're going to start. <laughs> We have to get like, but we have to have those like podcast arms that go out over the over the yeah, one hundred percent. Where you can like swing them around. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I would love that, dude. Thanks for having me on. Dude, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to go eat dinner now. Uh, and I, I, w- I saw the clock. I was like, oh, I got to wrap you before your... Dude, uh, you're, you're just like, you actually hijacked this podcast. You were doing everything. You have your eye on the clock. Dude, I, I love me. this shit. I love podcasts and... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's and fun. I'm, I'm just... I'm glad we were able to do this in person too. 100. Yeah. percent it's always more fun to just sit with another human being because it doesn't feel. Sometimes when you're on Zoom, you're hyper aware that yeah. you're like, "Oh, I'm recording a thing." This just felt like two Spencers doing Molly in a know? hot. <laughs> uh, what's one word you would say to describe your day today? Um, describe my day today. I'm trying to come up with a cool word, but a non-cool word is just hectic. Like yeah. I woke up, I got like a 20 minute workout in, then I ran from the shower to like a quick call with my manager. And it was just one of those days where like, I have, I will sit down on the couch and most likely fall asleep within five minutes. So, You're going to watch something good when you get home? Yeah. I'm, hey, you got to um, chill, dude. You I'm got... watching Too Hot to Handle season one. I watched season three first. Harry Jowsey, baby. There you go. Let's go. Yeah. So I leave for tour tomorrow, which would be fun. Oh, you leave so, tomorrow, yeah. dude. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Spencer's headed out on the. Uh, when do you, when do you, you leave tomorrow through? Tomorrow we'll actually be gone for a few weeks because we'll be up in the Northeast, so it makes no sense to come back. But it's the top of the world tour with Lauren Elena. With Lauren Elena, and it's through like April sixteenth. So link a bio for tickets and tour dates. You should seriously go. Lauren Elena is super dope, but go see Spencer live. He's gonna be come on out, man. All over U.S. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, from California to Maine. Are you playing in L.A.? I don't think LA. I think it's like San Diego or something. LA like that. is not really a big country city. You could still. You we could. played on the headlining thing that I did. Where'd you play? And, oh gosh, damn it! You should hit me up. We didn't know each other yet, probably. No, we didn't. Troubadour. No, I played the Troubadour before. Rock and Lounge, the Mint. No, it's like a small little club. It's Hotel the last Cafe. place. Hotel Cafe. Last it's, place, Matt Miller. Played. It's like a list. It's like a. It's a little more than a listening room. Uh, but it's that kind of a vibe too. Which yeah, is it was great. great. It was perfect yeah. for us because I have never played a show in LA, so it's it was like two hundred cap like, or whatever. Yeah. It was perfect. It was perfect. awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, go check Spencer out on tour. Where can everybody find you? At Spencer Crandall on all the things, and come say hi if you hear us from this podcast. Just message me the word, just the words, sex orgy. No, sorry, secret orgy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's a little double down. Hey guys, please message. get hit me up. Hey dude, hit me up with sex orgy. Dude. Don't message me and just just for fun, right? Just for fun, maybe like a uh, sex orgy or something. <laughs> All right, DM Spencer secret, secret orgy. orgy with the little shushing emoji. If you text me sex orgy, I'll block you. But if you text me secret orgy, which I'm just now realizing, we're out. Like, there are hotel rooms all around us. So there's somebody who just heard me yell, Dude, if you're, sex orgy. If you're staying at the dive motel, you're you either a hipster orgy. or you're here for a sex orgy. <laughs> Let's be honest. I love sex orgy. The redundancy yeah. is so you're funny. For sex sex. It sounds like a guy, like a Steve Carell guy, like a 40-year-old virgin, where he's like, yeah. hey, <clears throat> I am here for the... Um, the penis sucking? The, the, well, it's like the, the, uh, the sex orgy. The, the big old <laughs> sex palace. Like, or Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, dude. Room four. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Sex. Great way to end this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Uh, and I have one last question for you. Just gut reaction answer this. Ready? Hit it. Three, two, one. When's lunch? 11.30. 11.30. Spencer Crandall wins lunch. Woo! Let's go. Uh. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.